Hello, welcome to the Last Jedi on the Left podcast. I'm your host Aaron and thanks for listening. This is just a quick intro to introduce myself and let you know that this is a podcast all about film, for film lovers, by a film lover. Anyway, this is the inaugural episode, so enjoy. Welcome to uh, this week's pod, the first pod of the new podcast. I feel like I've said pod about a million times there. But uh, for this episode, I am joined by the talking dad himself, Jamie. Hello. And uh, yeah, you're the you're the inaugural guest on this podcast. Ease us in. Um, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me. I'm pretty... Uh... Pretty honoured to be your first guest. I uh, I did give you a little nudge as as we were talking about you were going to set this up, and I think I was ex- as excited as as you were to get it going. So I was just like encouraging you to get started so that I could come on and kind of pick your brains a little bit. So you've got a you've got a beginning of a new podcast. Yeah, that's uh, that's kind of the point really. Of this one, we're not we're not going to get too uh, too in deep on any particular one film as such or one tv show or whatever it'll be um it's just more of a this is what the podcast is about and yeah we're just gonna um trying to get with with you know where we're at so i mean we'll start off with like how would you how would you say your film and tv watching has been recently in terms of film um To be coming on a, a film review type podcast is pretty diabolical because I think the last film I watched as we record this on the 1st of February would probably be back in December watching Christmas films with the kids. I I haven't got much film time, let's say. I've got a good to-watch list that I can run through with you in a bit. <laughs> um, TV, maybe I'm a bit more up-to-date with or let's say I'm a bit more up to date with things I want to watch on TV, <laughs> TV programs. Yeah. Um, so TV wise, I've got, I'm watching uh, Yellowstone. That's, that's like my program. I watch when I get a bit of a free night of the weekend. Cause my wife wasn't really into it when I started it. Yeah. It's too, I'm too far in now to go back to the beginning just at this moment in time. So, and then we, what we started watching the last of us, um, Happy Valley as well on a Sunday night. Okay, another, yeah. Another topic I'd like to pick your brain about is the whole weekly release of TV show stuff. Yeah, okay, that's that's probably a, a good place to start, really, because, like, like you say, we've sort of uh, Happy Valley is one I've not watched yet, but it seems to be getting a lot of uh, a lot of pop. You know, people seem to quite like talking about it, so um, that's one I feel like I should probably probably try and get into i feel like a lot of the uh the uk shows tend to not be too bad there's only like six episodes a series or whatever yeah, or a five series yeah. to catch up on it's manageable yeah. if someone turns yeah. around to you and says oh there's this program an american one it's got 20 odd episodes a series and you're like yeah never gonna happen mate called the sopranos yeah <laughs> but yeah i think the the british ones like that they tend to go under the radar and 
we might just stick it on as something like a bit of easy watching or something if we're struggling to find something or we have one of them nights where one of us doesn't quite fancy starting that program or that film that we've talked about for ages on that night. So we might just start something like Happy Valley. And right. before you know it, we've got through two series and because it's on Netflix now or something like that. And, yeah, then yeah. All of us, and then you start to follow it a little bit and you realise, oh, they're bringing out a new, a new series. Um, so then we'll kind of pick it up like that. But yeah, that's another one that's a weekly release. And we've talked about this a little bit in the past couple of weeks when we've seen each other. And um, there's a mixed mixed opinion on whether we like it or not. You're you're all right with it. Yeah. So a lot of this comes down to the fact for me of because uh, obviously in recent years you've had uh, it's more so like streaming services, so your Netflix and your Amazon and that. And when they come to release a new series of a program, they just put the whole thing on on a Friday. And I mean, I, I kind of like you in a way of like just don't quite get the same time that I used to to watch things. You know. Half the time, that's because I've watched four films in a weekend as well, rather than actually sitting down and watching the TV series. But Or I'll end up climbing up a mountain with you. Um, but that's by the by. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, what, what I'll tend to do then is, you know, new series has come out and it comes out on a Friday, Friday morning usually. So you finish work, I'll get home, I'll maybe watch an episode. I might get another in on a Saturday or a Sunday, but I'll probably end up watching football or doing something else. And then I get into work on Monday and I've watched two out of the 10 that have come out and the guy at work's like, oh, what do you think of it? And I was like, I've watched two of them. He's like, oh, you didn't watch them all. And I'm like, no, because I haven't got the time or I haven't bothered with it or I have got the time and I've just done something else instead. Whereas my stance on Last of Us, for example, which is the one that's coming out at the minute, which is also coming out weekly, old fashioned, if you will, is I can watch that when it comes out set aside an hour a week for that, go in work the next day. I can talk to people about it. They can, oh yeah, what do you think of this? Oh, that was really good. Works way better for me. I get way more invested in it that way than I would whatever else that's just been on Netflix that, I mean, some stuff I haven't even bothered with recently. There's quite a few series that come out and I'm like, I've seen the first two and I've just not bothered with the third one. It's just, right. yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's, spoilers. that's my stance on it. Um, you, on I, the other hand, quite yeah, prone to a binge, I, I think, a little bit, aren't you? I am, but I think, I think for me, it comes from I've got kids, whereas you haven't. So, for me, it's like we would when we got something on Netflix is coming out that's new, Stranger Things, for example, or the Wednesday series. We would like spend a week watching it and we'd do an episode every night. That was kind of our, we'd get in bed and watch it or we'd sit downstairs together and watch it. And that's kind of how we've fallen into that. With having the kids, we haven't got a great deal of a life. So when they're in bed, it's watch TV time, like, you know? Um, so like on Monday, we got in bed and watched The Last of Us and it was really good and really enjoyed it. And now I've got to wait another week. But I, I'm kind of coming slowly round to that idea of, well, I've got a bit of time now. I can kind of savour it and I can build up the suspense for the next one and I can enjoy it a bit more. So it's it's not as bad as, as I made out when I first mentioned <laughs> it, but it just it's just like, I just want to watch it, that's all. Yes, I do understand that as well, to be fair, because like you say, you, you, especially when you really get into something, yeah. there's not a lot much more frustrating than, oh no, I've got to wait six whole days now or seven, like a full seven days or whatever to watch the next one. Um, 
So I think where we're landing on this one is probably that actually it depends depends probably on the program maybe. I think yeah, yeah. So for some stuff that you know everybody is going to be watching maybe. And because I think the last one that I really was a bit like this was probably like Peaky Blinders as well. Oh yeah, yeah that was coming out weekly, and that was another one that was like, oh yeah, what do you think is going to happen with this? And you could kind of discuss what was going on with it. Yeah. Whereas, like you say, with other stuff that. Uh, I, I haven't watched Yellowstone, but maybe that's a bit more like it, where you can just I can watch one and then I can watch another and just just get through them, and, and you, it's like you can literally just have them all. Then, yeah, yeah, I, I'm I'm not up to date with Yellowstone um, by any means, and I'm and I'm late to the party in terms of watching that. But once I started, it was one of them series that I thought oh, I really like this, and I'm going to get into it. I'll probably stick with it till catch up. Um, I think there's five series and I'm on season three. Okay. And there's yeah. and there's two two spin-offs that kind of prequel type things, which I haven't done anything with yet, but maybe I will. Um <clears throat> and then like I say, we watched Wednesday on Netflix. It was quite good. I feel felt like that's a bit of a I like the idea behind it and I was interested because it was Tim Burton, but it came quite soon after Stranger Things finished, and I think it kind of filled a bit of a gap that Stranger Things maybe left. And right, I see. Yeah, if they do a second series, then I might be interested to see where it goes. If if I keep up with it, type of thing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that that problem. I have got to wondering as well because I'm I'm putting this kind of uh, sort of blame squarely at the feet of Netflix and that, but I don't necessarily think that's true because i'm just thinking back like i when you said you were late coming to yellowstone it reminded me i was late coming to the sopranos that you mentioned before yeah and i caught up with that by getting the dvds and just you just buy a dvd of that series and just watch it because series by series yeah and so you could just literally do a, a box set or whatever as you used to call it so yeah it's an interesting one i i, I did the same thing with sons of anarchy i did that that way with sons of anarchy as well yeah six or seven series and like i think i watched a couple of the early episodes when it was first on channel five or whatever it was on and then never kept up with it and then all of a sudden it was on netflix or i had to buy the first box set or something to catch up and then it was on netflix type of thing so yeah yeah i'd done it with that and i feel like before we blame netflix and prime we can we can blame box sets, really, because you would yeah, have bought it. them, wouldn't you? And then you would have binged on them before and you would have got used to it and Netflix just made it easier. Yeah, I think that's it, really. Um, it's And it is maybe it's the whole thing of, like, Netflix have changed the game with, like, new stuff, at least. Because, like I say, yeah. the box set stuff, perhaps, you know, that's usually going to be older. But, um, but, yeah. So I think, for me, it's definitely still worth having stuff that comes out that you can binge because like said, oh it's even better when you're ill for example <laughs> yeah. when you're, you're ill and you've got like i can't move from the bed or the city or whatever and you know could just about move to go to the loo and make myself a drink but that's about it and you just took yourself in for a day yeah just absolutely annihilate a, a series or something so there is still something to be said for that i think um but i do I do appreciate a, a series still coming out with the uh, to give you that something to look exactly to. yeah 
Okay, so that's kind of like TV covered off, I guess, a little bit. I think we'll take a little break now and then perhaps talk talk about some film stuff. Good idea. Cool. I'll catch you in a second. And welcome back. So, um, yeah, we were just about to hit movie chat, basically. Yes. Um, and you mentioned to me sort of before the pod that you had been working on a watch list. I've got a bit of a watch list going. Um, it's not quite as finessed as I'd like it, but it's... <laughs> It's stuff I've missed and not caught up on yet. So I was well, back on it earlier. But what I could tell you is uh, I've got a, a watch list I keep and it's kind of like every film ever that I'm like, okay, that looks quite interesting. Add that, add that to my list. And it's at like nearly 1,400 films now. So Mine's not that in-depth. Yeah, no. <laughs> Mine's pretty much last year's stuff I haven't caught yet. Okay. Um, I'll run through a couple. Or yep. I'll, run, I'll run through the list. And if there's anything you feel like is worth talking about or mentioning without spoilers, then you go okay. for it. Yeah. So on here at the moment, I've got Elvis, Beast, The Batman. Okay. I still haven't seen that. Uncharted, okay. Death on the Nile, Day Shift, The Menu, Glass Onion, and Megan. There is one or two others, but they are on there for... Other podcast purposes, you want me to mention them? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, got them. I can get a shameless plug out then. If yeah, want. exactly. <laughs> so I've got mid nineties on there. Yeah. Uh, Clerks three and Clerk the documentary. Yeah. Um, and that's it at the moment. Okay. So, uh, I think I see most of them. Yeah. Any the last, outs? the last ones that you mentioned, I haven't actually seen. <clears throat> Right. I think all three of them, Midnighties, Clerks 3, and the Clerk documentary are all still on my watch list. All right, okay. So, yeah. Um, so, I'm trying to think. What were we, uh, You said Elvis, didn't you? Start off with Elvis. Yeah. Um, very, it feels like it's been a quite a polarizing film from what I've right. heard. I quite enjoyed it. Okay. It's a bit out there, and it's very brash okay um i don't think i can really spoil it for you if i'm honest probably not on that one no no i think you might be all right on that one <laughs> but um it's it's definitely got a style to it and it's it's but it's still i think he, i think the guy does a really good version of elvis okay. um i mean he's he's in the as we're talking now like say in, in the midst of winning quite a lot of awards and stuff for it as well so it's he's obviously been recognized quite a lot for it so that's uh it's definitely one to see i think okay yeah is is it up there with walk the line <laughs> funnily enough walk the line is one i've not seen right okay it's one so, you yeah, need to watch then it's almost certainly in that list of 1400 <laughs> films yeah um i i don't it's a tough one i i struggle a little bit with these uh the music biopics okay because I think uh, what came out recently, I, I really enjoyed both Bohemian Rhapsody and Rocket Man. 
I, I haven't seen Rocketman, but I saw Bohemian Rhapsody. I thought that was quite good. But half the time, part of me wonders, like, do I... Because I saw all three of these in the cinema as well. So a right. part of me is a little bit like, do I really like this film or do I just like sitting there in a big surround sound system listening to these music, this music that I quite like as well? Yeah, so it's, yeah. it's a little bit... Uh, a little bit swagey that way, I think. But, yeah. um But I, I, I don't know. I, I would say it's it's probably in line with those kind of things for me. So if you like them, and you quite like Elvis, I guess maybe that needs to to factor in. And granted, I'm not the world's biggest Elvis fan. I'm not, but it's I, quite, quite, I quite like a few songs. You know, I probably wouldn't turn them somewhere. off the radio. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I I think it was just, it was good. I'm quite interested in. Um, music history and that that kind of how that ties in and you know a lot of these biopics can can be yeah um, I mean not half that the accurate time, can't they yeah that's it half the time they feel a little bit like loose a little bit loose with the truth don't yeah, they so yeah I'm not saying I'm an expert on it music history but I'm just it's an interest that I, I like to watch that kind of stuff yeah um, yeah um, what about the Batman what did you think so the Batman, um, I really liked it. Okay. It's a long one because it's like over, just over three hours, I think. That might be why we haven't watched it yet. Possibly not. Um, I think that's why I've only watched it. Well, I've only watched it a couple of times now, given that you know it's it's nearly a year old now. I think. Yeah. So we're getting to that point. Yeah. But um, no, I really liked it. I thought it was. I mean, it is very takes the the dark and dingy Batman to the next level again kind of thing. I do I, I do like that though. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I think it's it's uh it, it was it was good and I think I really enjoyed what they did with all the villains in it as well. Okay. It felt felt a little bit like almost as though it was something we haven't quite seen from a Batman film in recent years. Right. That's going to be worth a try um, then. So yeah, I'd recommend that one. It's just, like you say, it's 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 a bit of a big ask for someone who, like I say, you, you're struggling to find time for films, so you've got yeah. to find time for a three-hour film instead. It's it's a little bit of a tough ask. That's the kind of conversation we would have. It would be like, we'll sit down, right, we've got a chance to watch a film, might be Saturday night. I really want to watch Batman. Wife says, yeah, I do want to see it, but it's three hours long and we haven't got, well, we have got three hours, but we're going to go bed late and probably yeah, not it's like, sleep well type of thing you know so i think the other thing as well is particularly i don't know if you're the same but i find that if you look at a film and say okay it's three hours you go well that's probably going to take at least three and a half four hours yeah <laughs> especially on a saturday night because i'm going to want to get up and get a beer or i'm going to want to go to the loo or, yeah whereas like again i first saw it i first saw it in the cinema so you don't have that option then yeah yeah got it like bring a colostomy bag or something because you know <laughs> yeah. you're stuck there for three hours. Yeah, fill your popcorn till back up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so uh, right, uh, what what else was on your list then? Just run through. Sorry, um, I'll I'll quick fire whether I have or haven't. Right, where was that? Uncharted. Uncharted was fine. Uh, not the best film I saw last year by any stretch. Okay. But it was it was decent, fun enough. Um, think of like a, a bit like an Indiana Jones, but just not as good as an Indiana Jones. Okay, that sounds about fair. I like yeah. the game, 
whole, yeah, exactly. And whole I think game to film, film game. There's a lot of that kind of, that you uh, can talk about as well. So exactly, yeah. That, uh, going back to the Last of Us is the same yeah. sort of thing, really. Yeah, but um, yeah, yeah. Um, Beast, Beast. I didn't see. That's the Idris Elba fights a lion one, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't see that one for some um, reason. That's it. It actually looks quite good on the trailer, but then it's one of them films you wonder whether all the good bits are in the trailer. Felt like that a little bit. But yeah. <laughs> um, it'll be it'll be one we'll watch, no doubt. Um and then I've got the newer ones. Um Death on the Nile. Day Death Shift. on the Nile. Uh Death on the Nile I thought was okay. okay. Perhaps perhaps wouldn't rush out to... Did you see the murder on the Orient Express? Yes. So it's probably not as good as that, I'd say. Right. That's um, my, I think that's my kind of film, which is another question I've kind of got for you in a slight, in a bit. But yeah, um, but me and my wife would sit down. If we were going to watch a film, she quite often, her go-to would be like a horror. But, yeah. you know, like like a late 90s, early noughties horror where some there was a couple that were good, but there were a lot that weren't. And 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 she would just put them on to watch, just even if she wasn't watching it properly. Whereas yeah. my go-to probably would be a, a decent thriller that you've got to pay attention to. Okay. Um, and that's where we kind of sometimes we can't meet in the middle. Yeah. Um, so makes sense. Murder on the Orient Express kind of did us both a little bit because she does like a thriller as well. But yeah, there um, is that sort of. Um, yeah, I've just remembered another one that you had on your list. I guess we'll jump to it. Go on. Because you've got Glass Onion on there as well? Yes. I'd much rather watch Glass Onion again than I would Death on the Nile. Okay, that's one we need to check on as well. well. Yeah, I thought uh, Glass Onion was was pretty fun. Um, doesn't take itself too seriously a little bit, so there's kind of a little bit of playfulness to it. Um, but also it's kind of... It's got that... It's got a lot of famous people in it and there's a bit of a murder mystery... It's just, just. I mean, it's very similar to the first one as well. If you've seen that, yeah, we did, yeah. So, if you like that, you're gonna like this one. I think <laughs> we've got Day Shift. I think is that a Netflix one? It's got um, Jamie, Jamie Fox in it. It looks like it's it's a, a reimagining yes. of Blade by the looks of it, but just from the I think trailer, it was wasn't it? Yeah. Um, I didn't see it. Okay, uh, but I do know. Yeah, it was one of them. I think maybe not Netflix or Prime, but it probably it was one of them anyway. But yeah, yeah. The menu, the menu. Uh, pretty. I enjoyed the menu. Did I thought you? that that was pretty good. Um, it, that's an interesting one. So you go back to what you said about Beast, and probably the same a little bit with Uncharted in a way that you kind of you see the trailer for it and you think, okay, I could tell you exactly what happens in that film, <laughs> start to finish, pretty much. The menu yeah. was kind of completely different. Okay. Because I hadn't read too much up about it, but I had seen the trailer going in. And I thought it was going to be one thing. And obviously it was very similar, but it was actually went in a different direction entirely to, to what I thought it was going to be. Um, so yeah, that's... I reckon that and Glass Onion could probably be paired together pretty well. Okay in a way um right. sort of different films but similar sort of themes throughout them um the one that was on my list was violent night 
Now, I don't feel like I can go back and watch that now because it's Christmas. Film, yeah, you might it? want to give that like another 11 months or so till I you re- watch it. But... I really did want to watch it, but we just didn't fit it in when the kids weren't about, you know what I mean? <laughs> so... Yeah, perhaps. I reckon definitely not one to have when the kids are about still. <laughs> but um, but yeah, that that's, that was good fun. Again, was another one of them sort of, you know what you're getting kind of things. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, it played into the sort of the Christmassy side a little bit more than I thought it was going to. Okay. I, I expected it to be a bit more bad Santa with a gun type thing. Right, yeah, yeah. That's than what it I actually thought. was. Okay. Um, it was more... It's more of a like a diehard, but it's Santa. Like that's a <laughs> right. wherever you want to go with it kind that's of thing. So sounds ace. Yeah, yeah. I I thought it was good. Good fun. <laughs> um, just touching on them three, um, Clerks three, Clerk the yeah. documentary, and mid nineties. If I can give a shameless plug, they are part of my research for Last Exit on Mainstream, the podcast that me and Rob are doing, where we. It's not a film review podcast like yours. It's um, we pick out different types of maybe film or documentary or TV, and then we try and pick and delve deeper into the the more pop culture side of things and how it affected things and um, what was talked about, whether it was controversy, etc. So we we try and delve deeper into certain things, and so mid nineties was a a film that Jonah Hill directed um, yes. about 90s skate culture. So we're going to do a little bit around skate culture um, and then Clerk, obviously. It's all Kevin Smith and the making of Clerk. So that's just really interesting to Rob in particular. I know your interest is in Kevin Smith stuff and I like his stuff as well. So we're going to go into a little bit of like indie cinema and our indie film and stuff like that. And we're going to talk about how that influences pop culture and sort of it, sort of thing. So that's my sounds, shameless, shameless plug. <laughs> sounds good. I mean, like I say, I haven't seen any of those. Um, although I, I don't know how I haven't watched Clerks Three yet. I've just not quite got round to it. Um, but like you say, I'm I'm a, or at least I was anyway, a big Kevin Smith fan, uh, especially sort of growing up, teenagers, yeah, into my twenties and stuff. Been been over. I went to his old uh, comic book shop in America. So oh, yeah. yeah. Saw him when he came over once. He did like a bit of a Q and A type thing as well. Uh, so yeah, like I say, pretty big fan. Just for some reason, not got around to it. And I, I just not around to seeing Clerk either. Um, don't quite know why, because that would be well up my streets. Kind of the documentary based on him, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, and we 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 went to the cinema to watch reboot together, didn't we? Yes, we did actually. Which was the the last one before Clerks Three, wasn't it? So yeah, um... yeah. So, but, so um, where is you, you will be straight up talking about films and reviewing film and TV and other kind of stuff, like I imagine top five lists, top top 100 lists of film or whatever you might decide to do. Yeah. We're not quite doing that. We're taking it in slightly different directions. Um, and it's a, we're calling it a pop culture adjacent podcast, if that makes sense to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like it though. It sounds good. It does sound really good. I'm really excited my, uh, about it. It's interesting. My one bit of uh, information you could probably like. I don't, I don't, you might be able to use this for your podcast as well, because okay. I, this might come out after this, the other one. So I don't know. But uh, the and going back to what we were on about before about video games and crossing over with films and TV, the kid 
in mid nineties. Yes. I'm pretty sure plays the son in the new God of War films. Oh right, really? So there you go. Uh, sorry, new God of War games rather, yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. That's interesting. So, so yeah, that's one you can uh I'll note that one down, throw that one yeah, in for Rob. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just impressing me that one. Hopefully this comes out afterwards so he doesn't know immediately where you got it from. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh sort of probably to finish up this this intro podcast, I asked uh, I asked Jamie if he'd got any sort of uh any questions to throw at me, basically, as a bit of a get to know the host of this new podcast. So I mean, did did you have much, Jamie? Have you got I've got a small list that I knocked up earlier on my lunch in the car park of Waitrose, as we just discussed off air. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I suppose the first question I would have really from an intro episode would be what type of subjects are you covering? And now that might be quite fresh, but if you give us a couple of ideas. So, um, I mean, I guess a lot of it comes down to, and you can kind of guess from the name of the podcast is, Last Jedi on the left is a combination of Last Jedi, obviously a Star Wars film. I'm kind of, I really like my sci-fi. I've been into Star Wars forever. Uh, and also Last House on the left, sort of quite an infamous 70s horror film. Um, not actually that good of a horror film, but it works well as a title. Yeah. So but I'm also into into horror films as well. Now, obviously there's there's... A, all sorts of different films out there as well. I, I I don't want to narrow it down to being just those two genres. Um, if uh, what I'll probably try and do with this is we will have guests on like yourself or whoever else, whoever else is interested. Um, and then we can come, you can come on and we can talk about a film that you like or something that you're, you know, something that you've wanted to see and you've only just got around to, or one that you have, watched a million times already um and occasionally you know i'll I'll, but a bit like rob's done for you you know try and get people on and give them homework and stuff i quite like and we can kind of talk about that as well now those are like say the two things that i probably watch the most being those two genres but equally i wouldn't say that necessarily all of my favorite films are in there you know there's all sorts i'm kind of open to everything so yeah well, well it'll be uh it'll be a bit of that and then i reckon we will also have um, perhaps occasionally just more like newer film reviews and stuff like that. So there'll be a, a mismatch, and like I say as well, we'll we'll also have uh, occasional TV stuff. Yeah, I perhaps don't watch as much TV as a lot of people out there. And like I say, perhaps you as well, because usually if I find I've got an hour or two at night, I'll watch. Maybe I'll only watch half a film, and then I'll watch the next half the next night. So that tends to be where I go a little bit more. Yeah. my free time but um yeah but yeah like i say i do watch tv because you're, you're still an avid cinema goer aren't you yes that's it so i do try and get there at least once a week generally so a lot of a lot of the bigger new releases at least there's a lot of this is tends to be tends to be a consequence of where we live a little bit that yeah we don't live in a big city so you don't get to see a lot of the smaller films that come out they just yeah just don't come to any cinemas near us so they tend to be ones that you have to wait till they come onto Netflix or Prime or whatever, and uh, and you know hunt them down that way a little bit. But for a lot of the a lot of the big films now, 
granted, I know you just named like Beast and a couple of others there that I did miss last year. But uh, but like I say, most of them I try and catch in the cinema. So my next one on the list was what genre are you? What genre is your go to? But I suppose you've you've just answered that, haven't you? Yeah, kind of, really. Um, I, I, I do tend to sort of. Uh, I'll try and focus in on one thing a little bit and then I'll follow that path down. So example being in the last couple of months, I've kind of started to get into all Japanese films a little bit. Oh, right. So uh, there was a few, now a lot of Jap- Japanese films from a while ago tend to fall into sort of like three categories a little bit as well. Or at least the ones I've been watching three or four, you've got like, Yakuza films, which is sort of like your old, they all kind of want to be the Godfather, basically. Yeah. From what I can tell. And they're pretty, pretty good fun. Um, you have a lot of samurai films. Uh, you get a lot of martial arts films. So you get like Sonny Chiba, everything that you've seen in uh, Kill Bill, stuff yeah. like that, you know. Yeah. And uh, and then you also get uh, like kaiju films as well. So most famous one of them being Godzilla. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've been trying to work my way. I got the the big box set of uh, the Criterion did for the Godzilla films, which is all of his sort of, when did it go from? From like his first appearance up to like the late 70s, I think it was. It's quite a lot in there. So quite a few of them to get working through as well. Um, So yeah, that's what I've kind of been getting into a bit recently. But, you know, give me a, a week and it might have changed and I'll be into something else and I'll follow down a different path and I'll be back on the horror films or something and I'll be watching God knows what, all sorts. Tell me a little bit about Letterboxd because we mentioned it before we were recording and I know I've seen bits and pieces of what you do with it, but I don't fully understand what it is. So what is it? So, yeah, this is... uh... This is going to be almost like a little advert for Letterbox now because I, I love it. It's effectively it's sort of like a social media platform whereby you log and review uh, films, basically. So I've been using it for a few years now and keep a tally of when I watch films. I will tag them with where I watch them, give them a rating, and I try and put a little bit of writing in there to sort of say what I thought about it at the time. Sometimes that could be more, sometimes that can be less. Sometimes as well, if it's a film I've seen before, I tend not to bother. But obviously your rating can change as well. And you use it then as a basically way of keeping track of everything I've watched over a year, um, where I watched it, what you know, what ratings I gave to everything. So it, it does help for like, for example, you were saying about the Batman before, and I know... I think that was in my top top five films from last year because I could just reel off the full what I rated everything. Yeah. Um, and you know, sort of, and also you can uh, go through and like make lists and stuff as well on there. So you know, you can make oh, this is a watch list or this is a list of films by this director that I want to get through or this is my top ten of this, you know, whatever basically. Um, and for a bit of a nerd like me as well that kind of stuff. I just lap it up. <laughs> so it's yeah. like, I'm always on there. I'll be reading other people's reviews, you know, um, especially if there's like uh, other podcasts that I'll listen to, if people from there are on there, you know, you can sort of see what they make of it and go through like that. So yeah, it's, uh, you can k- 
catch me on there. Uh, my username is it's Last Jedi on left. For some reason, the one the wouldn't, wouldn't let me put that in there. But yeah, that's my username on there. Uh, I'm sure people can add me and follow me or do what they like or on there. So that's that's probably where you're going to see what I'm watching at least. And it's possibly going to be a little bit, you know, advanced spoilers for what's coming up on the podcast, I'm sure. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would you be able to give us your most watched film? Um. Ooh, ooh that's a good question. Um, I can probably name you a few, which is not exactly what you just asked. It lets the listener know what kind of thing you're into, though. Yeah, I mean, I reckon probably my most watched film has got to be Star Wars because, like, I was introduced to that when they re-released it in the cinema in the 90s. I was about six, seven, maybe. Watched it then, got the VHS, wore that out. <laughs> I've had it on every single format it's been out on ever since and watched them numerous times on that as well. So it's probably got to be... I mean, the three Star Wars films, at least. So, you know, them. Uh, I, I, the ones that are up there, see, I reckon for me, Shaun of the Dead's got to be up there because it felt like for about five or six years there, it was on ITV2 every night. Yeah, yeah. Every weekend. <laughs> yeah, that and Hot Fuzz and Terminator 2. We put Hot Fuzz on the other night because it was on telly. <laughs> yeah, they're just always on telly somewhere. I'm sure <laughs> yeah. they are. yeah. So it was just one of them that, like, yeah, you could just whack it on, and yeah, okay, I'll watch. I'll watch this again. It's yeah, you know, it's twenty minutes in. Okay, yeah, that's fine. I, I'm not <laughs> missing anything. I know what's happened. Um, so that was always a go-to quite a lot, and then the other one I'll mention as well, and it's a catastrophic mistake I used to make quite a lot, and it'd probably be growing up. I'd probably been round yours or something, and we'd had a few drinks. And you get home and you think, right, I'm not quite ready for bed, but I want to put a film on. Always thought it'd be a great idea to put Scarface on. Yeah, done it loads. Why? <laughs> My film's like two hours 40. It's really long. And you'd, if I ever made it through the chainsaw scene, I'd be doing really yeah. well. I could fall asleep for an hour and then wake up and still fun it, finish it. <laughs> wake up for an hour. Wake, you go sleep for an hour. You wake up and he's dancing in a nightclub. Oh, <laughs> I've got a little bit to go on this one. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I've definitely not seen that one all the way through that many times. Right. I've seen him arriving from Cuba almost as many times as I've seen uh, Star Wars, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> and then the last two could maybe group together. Um, so, top films from last year and films you're looking forward to this year. Uh, okay, yeah, so I'll tell you what, let's go to Affirmation Letterboxd, because I keep a, I try and keep a top 10 list of films from each year, and I think I've done it for about 10 or 12 years now, I've gone back anyway. Okay. Yeah. So, as with all good lists, go start at the bottom. So, 10, I've got a film called RRR. Don't know if you've heard of that one. I haven't. 
it's on Netflix, which is why I thought you might have, but it's probably not popped up for everyone because it, it's um Indian film. Right, okay. Now, I'm, obviously, I'm aware of, like, Bollywood and everything else like that. Um, there was just hundreds of films that are just out there I'd never watched. So this was, like, my first and only kind of sort of watching of this. Um, it's a sort of historical drama film action, I guess. It's about three, three and hours long. It's three and a bit hours long, so it's another long one. Um, basically, it's just about these two guys... Uh, fighting against the English, against the British Raj back in sort of historical time. But it's also like they fight with like tigers and the, the okay. explosions. And it's sort of like Avengers, but Indian. And, okay. you know, they're not superheroes, they're historical figures, but they're also like doing superhero things. It's just a blast. It was really fun. Um, and they do some absolutely brilliant dance moves. And there's some songs in there are fantastic. Like, and I never thought I'd say that, but I watched it and I loved it. And I'm like, oh, this is fucking banger, this one is. So, um, yeah, that, that was my number 10. Uh, number nine, uh, Triangle Sadness, uh, film which won the Palm d'Or at Cannes. Okay. So it's a bit more, bit more other end of the spectrum, but not entirely. Still, uh, that's sort of a film about, without spoiling it, it's sort of rich people are on a cruise and things go a bit awry, shall we say. Okay. Don't want to don't ruin it, but it's, it's one that you've kind of got to see. To... But it's by uh, Ruben Ostland, who did First Majeure and The Square, which come okay. out. I think both of those might be on Netflix, maybe. Um, he's got like a quite a very dry sense of humour. But... Um, it's it's yeah I I really enjoyed it. It's uh, highlight for me would be uh, Woody Harrelson playing a pissed up ship captain who's also a socialist, arguing with a Russian oligarch who's a mega capitalist. So that was that was probably my favourite bit. You've sold it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number eight, I've got Glass Onion. So we talked about that before. Yeah, yeah. Really enjoyed that. Uh, Again, like I say, kind of everything we said before. Number seven, I've got Banshees of Inisherin. Oh, yeah. Uh, you've seen In Bruges? Yes. Yeah, so it's it's the same director and basically the same two actors. I, you we were well. There was messages in the WhatsApp group the other night about this. Yeah, and I yeah. and I I knew it was something. Um, I knew it was a film. Yeah, but I, I didn't realize it was a, a recent one. So I I did. Double check. I did Google it, and uh, yeah, yes, yeah, so uh, I think probably on my list. What to watch list? I need to add that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, get it on there because uh, I'd, I'd say it's not quite as funny as In Bruges for me, but it's uh, it's very good. Like obviously, it's seven on my list, so it's it's, it's clearly up there. Um, yeah, but yeah, really enjoyable. Um, makes you think a little bit as well. But okay. it's basically about two friends. During the Irish Civil War, they are on a an island, sort of off island, and one of them just decides one day. Basically, all they do is they go out, they do a bit of work, and then they go to the pub. And but one day, one of them decides he doesn't want to be friends with the other one anymore. Doesn't want to give any reasons. Just that's it, and things spiral from there. But Colin Farrell is brilliant in it. Okay, Brendan Gleeson's great in it as well. 
So, uh, yeah, I want to check out. I think it's on Disney Plus now. All right, okay. I'll yeah, I've got that. that. Yeah. They seem to be doing quite well at getting things straight from the cinema onto the onto the streaming service. So uh, the next one I've got is Pearl. So Pearl was one that came out last year and is effectively like a prequel to a film that also came out last year called X. Right. I don't know if you've heard of either of them. No. Okay. So they're by a guy called Ty West. And he came out with X sort of early last year. And that was set in the 70s, I want to say. And it's about a bunch of sort of teenagers who go out to this middle of nowhere farm and they film in a porno, basically. And obviously, slasher, so things sort of... People get stabbed and stuff goes from there. And what happens is it's like an old couple live in this farmhouse. And the old woman's called Pearl. Now, Pearl... The film Pearl is the story of her when she's a lot younger. Right. And it's it kind of clashes these kind of really bright, vibrant, sort of almost Disney-esque visuals <clears throat> with obviously this really dark kind of horror undertone that's going on as well. It's quite interesting. Mia Goth plays... She played the main character in X um, and also under like shitloads of makeup and prosthetics, she played Pearl in X. She right. also comes back to play the young Pearl in this. Interesting. And I believe they're working on a sequel to X as well at the minute. Right. So one to watch out for for next year. But yeah, I, I actually enjoyed Pearl a lot more than I enjoyed X. I thought X was good. But yeah, I really thought Pearl was pretty, pretty good. Okay. Uh, number five, I've got the Batman. Kind of everything we said about that before. So, yeah, yeah. that's uh, one to check out, I think. Uh, number four, I've got Barbarian. That was one we haven't mentioned yet, but I know we've mentioned it when we've in person. Yeah. Um, one I like, I really like look of from the trailers, and I think it's on Disney now, isn't it? But I haven't seen yes. it yet. So I think that's another one of them that's kind of gone quickly from cinemas to Disney. I didn't catch it in the cinema. It's another one I, I caught at home, that one. Um and again, don't want to say too much about it because it can be easily spoiled and it's it's worth knowing as little as you can going in. Uh, just all you, all you kind of need to know is that it's about a woman who has got a job interview. So she goes to this sort of different city she's not used to. She's got an Airbnb. And when she gets there, uh, a guy's already there. He'd been double booked. And it's the guy who plays it. The clown. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I've seen the trailer. There. So yeah, yeah. That's that's kind of all you need to know. It's like it goes from there. I think it's one but, the wife uh, would watch with me. Definitely. Yeah. I was yeah. gonna say, I think that and Pearl. Yeah. Probably yeah. an X. Probably probably do X first, I reckon. But yeah, X okay. Pearl. Yeah, yeah. Barbarian. All ones easy sales for the wife, I reckon, on that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh number three, I've got everything everywhere all at once. Okay. Um Really enjoyed that one. It's kind of a sci-fi sort of low-key sci-fi. It's basically about uh, Michelle Yeoh and her character who runs this failing laundrette kind of thing. But then at one point, her husband sort of turns around to her and but he starts. he's like a bit of a meek kind of nobody kind of person. But then all of a sudden he turns around to her and he starts like grabbing life by the scruff of the neck kind of thing. And he's telling her, like, you've got to protect the multiverse. You're the only one who can do this and all this. And she's like, what the hell are you on about? And it's kind of all 
body swapping multiverse kind of madness. Not the multiverse of madness because that was a Doctor Strange <laughs> film that wasn't yeah. quite as good. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, and it's just just like fun kind of daft thing throughout that you know you just kind of didn't expect, particularly from I think Kihi Kwan, who you will probably know as uh, Short Round from Indiana Jones. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. He, did, he did that, and he did the Goonies, and yeah. then he basically did nothing else. Till now, kind of thing. Right, that's interesting this as is, well. Yeah. This is his comeback, yeah. And uh, he's great in it as well. He plays the husband, like I say. So um, definitely want to check out. Probably, if it's not on a streaming service, you get it from Amazon or something like that, I reckon. So, yeah. Uh, next one, which was my number one up until very recently, was Nope. Okay. Uh, I'm a big, big Jordan Peele fan. Get Out, I think, is one of the best films I've seen maybe the last decade, I think. No, me. I haven't seen that. Maybe not. That yeah, was one think... my wife watched, and I was like, yeah, you can watch it. I'm not really fussed about watching it with you. Don't wait. And then everyone I've spoken to since was like, it was a really good film. You should have watched yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, definitely, yeah. Uh, yeah, I love Get Out. I think it's fantastic. I think Us was good. It just didn't live up to Get Out. Right. Which, like, nothing could, probably. It was a bit of a tough position to be in. Um, but it was slightly sort of lesser of the two anyway. Uh, and then Nope is the one that's come out this year, which is, uh, it's, uh, sort of, again, another sort of alien-y sci-fi thing without spoiling it too much. Daniel Kaluuya plays the, the main character in it. Uh, I think he's brilliant as well. Uh, he was, he's just been great in pretty much everything I've seen him do, I think. Um, particularly the Judas and the Black Messiah came out last year as uh, well. Yeah. I think he won awards for that. He might have won the Oscar even for it. can't think off the top of my head. So, um, but yeah, he, he's, he's really good in Nope. Uh, it's got kind of, it's, it's got a good message to it, I think for me, which is kind of a little bit hidden in amongst some kind of really out there stuff that happens. Okay. Might even be another one that you could sell to the wife. Yeah. Yeah. Possibly. I'm... I'm pretty sure I've seen trailers. I can't recall exactly, but I'm pretty sure we have at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, That was a really good one. And then my number one is a film, like I, said, I think I watched it perhaps a week or so ago. Um, it's called After Sun. Okay. Um, probably one that a lot of people may not have heard of because it's a bit smaller kind of budget and everything. Um, it's about, effectively, it's about a young father and so he's sort of early 30s and his daughter who is sort of what 10 to 12 sort of in that range and they go on a it's set in the early 2000s and they go on a holiday to uh turkey the two of them it's clear that he's not still with the mother it's just the two of them um and he is sort of Going through some things, so going through some issues, shall we say, without sort of saying too much again. Um, but yeah, it, it just really, really got me a little bit, like okay. you know, you just emotionally kind of thing. Yeah, and it doesn't happen too much with me. That I think sometimes, uh, but but then sometimes I find that when it does, it really does kind of thing. So uh, yeah, that one that one really blew me away last week, and I was like, that is just 
just one of the best put together things I've seen in a while. So okay. yeah, that, that one then knee jerk was like straight to number one. I yeah. haven't moved it from there yet. So that's, okay. that's where I'm at. That is my top 10 of 2022. And that's a pretty good place to round up my questioning. Um, two things that I've come to mind while we've been, while you've been talking. Sure. Are two films that I did see. Oh yeah. <laughs> Being on a film podcast. Yeah. Come on um, then. Black Phone. Yeah. Yeah, Black Phone was pretty good. Quite enjoyed that. Um, saw the trailer. It was like something that popped up on YouTube. And I saw the trailer and I thought, that was interesting. Played it for the wife. And she was like, yeah, we'll try that. Sat there, really enjoyed it. Um, and uh, I think it's called Play or Die on Netflix. I don't know if you've seen that. Um. Oh. Yeah, okay. Yeah, what did you make of Play or Die? Or choose or was it choose or die? Choose or die, sorry, yeah. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Um I thought it was a really interesting idea. Quite enjoyed it. <laughs> okay. I yeah. didn't get along with Choose or Die. Did you not? Found it quite dull. Got the, got quite bored in it. The things that kind of got me was like and I've I I can not a lot of TV or film, quite a few recently have kind of tried to play on this. Yeah, where it's got very much a feel of a '90s of film or an '80s film, but it's set in modern times. It's set in now. Do you know what I mean? So like the cinematography yeah. is purposely '90s. I see you. Yeah, it's I see all modern day reference and technology, and do you know what I mean? And it, yeah. I kind of felt a bit like that. I uh, do know what you mean. Yeah, because I think. I remember rightly, it's been a, I think I probably watched it when it came out, so it's been a little while, but I think for me, it kind of felt like it was trying to be like an episode of Black Mirror a little bit. Definitely felt like it, yeah. And uh, But it just didn't kind of feel as thought through as any episode of Black Mirror I've ever seen. Probably fair. So yeah, that one wasn't one of my favorite. Black Phone was good though. Black Black Phone felt a lot like a... I mean, it's, it feels like it's been all the rage to get Stephen King adaptations done. Yeah. In the last few years. Yeah. And it, even though it, I don't, it's not, it's not a Stephen King adaptation. I think it may have been one of his sons was involved. Right. But I'd have to look that up. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it kind of felt like that to me. Yeah. We so yeah. Good. Right then. Have we got a well, podcast? I think we've we've got some kind of intro there. People kind of know what to expect. I think get used to my sort of ramblings a little bit there on this one so uh well thanks for thanks for joining me it's been a pleasure it's been fun we'll have to uh we'll have to get you on when we're into the swing of things and we can have a, a proper let's proper review of one of your films let's narrow down some films <laughs> that i can watch and yeah uh, i'll definitely come back yeah excellent yes i look forward to it so uh thanks for that and thank you for listening And we'll see you next time. Cheers.